get you on the hype side. I knew that. I knew it. And I totally brain farted. I know this. I know this. I know this. We can do a retake. We, yeah. Let's do, do, we want retake? do you want to retake this? Let's retake yes. it. Okay. Redo it. Welcome to the Hype Your Life podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm T. Coming at you from Beep Beep in the Jeep. We created this community to help you hype your freaking life through movement, mindset, and manifestation. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Big deep breaths. Big deep breaths. We're all sitting cross legs. <laughs> We're totally in our sand, in our jeep on a hill, painting this picture. You can see the valley. Yeah, the whole valley. valley. It's crisp outside. It is. And there's a little bit of snow. There's a little bit of snow capped mountains yeah. in the distance. With the contrast of the red rock. Mm-hmm. The I'm red sweating. rock with the blue. <laughs> and your sweat. Your butt sweat. Where's your swass? <laughs> She's oh, wearing a purple beanie. It's called the toque in Canada. The toque. Mm-hmm. A toque in this Canada. Is, you should know this. You guys. I should. I got my toque. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're here with a very special guest. Woo-hoo. The one and only Jocelyn McClellan. Yes. Hyping Betty White. Hyping the podcast. And we're really excited to see where this conversation with Joss goes. She brings so much value to our life. She is a light and a entrepreneur and a friend and a mom and just has so much to give. So we're really excited to have her in Betty White. Joss, how do you feel about being being in Betty White with the hype squad right now? I mean, I would be in Betty White any day. (laughs) Yeah. You can say that on here. Yeah, you it's can fine. say that. Uh-huh. I really like Betty White. Yeah. <laughs> on so many levels. Yeah, same though. So many levels. That's how she got her name. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And and Betty is a happy, happy person. She hyped she so is. many she lives. She did. So many Betty lives. Did. So it's she even did. more. Yes. Yeah. Even more And now. she had her yes. name before. Yeah. Yeah. So we were going to give Joss a little intro, but we kind of feel like her we s- want to let Joss introduce herself. Yeah. She's her got an incredible story. Like, she's about to hype your life. So hard. So. <laughs> ah, yeah. Raise no pressure, but a little bit of pressure. Uh, yeah, they're going to be like, that was the dumbest. Yeah, it's gonna be, this is going to be so okay. good. Okay, so Joss. Joss, tell us about yourself. Who are you? All right. Well, I'm a girl that grew up in the sticks who I always wanted to be something, but never knew how to get there. I, I was raised with really awesome parents, but definitely not parents that like added to how to dream and how to even think uh, you know, and I think though, with growing up in the '80s, is how old I am. <laughs> Go ahead and date yourself publicly for the world to know. In the 19th century, um, I y- you didn't talk about feelings. You know, mm-hmm. you never did any of that. So and true. and just kids, like even anything that you were going through outside of happiness wasn't ever discussed and so I did have a high school life where it wasn't my happiest times I did go through some things that weren't my happiest times and then going into college and school I had health issues and and those just kind of rode out they were never halted they were never helped and within that though became so many insecurities with even leaving my home because that was all directed to stomach issues but then it led to if I was out like 
giving birth to children and why I don't want to leave my house because then I'm going to have a stomach issues and a child. How am I going to take care of a child and have the issues and have embarrassing moments or this or that? And, and, um, so I just festered years of anxiety over what I was bringing to my own table. Like I was adding the stress. I didn't have a spouse that was adding it for me. Like I was just adding all of these stressors and it got down to the point where I like what worth, like what is worth? How did I, how could I feel worth type thing? And, um, it wasn't until I had already had all my children. My mom had already had a heart attack in her fifties and I knew I needed to change my life because then she also, um, it showed osteoporosis. Like she took a step and, um, her foot broke and she fell down and her femur broke. And I was like, that's my life. And because of my stomach issues, I was not eating what I should, had no knowledge on vitamins I should be taking, had no knowledge on how to even care for myself. And it ended up that I was just this frail person. So I started working out because I didn't want to be like my mom, but there was already too much damage that I had done. And Brady, one, one day, I remember I was standing in the kitchen. I remember where I was standing and everything. And he's like, why are you such a negative person? And it wasn't till he said that. And I was like, I'm not negative. But with having my stomach problems, I had found that I was always having an excuse. Mm-hmm. I was always having a reason that I could get out of something or wouldn't want to go do something. And so excuses just kept just making their way to the forefront of my life. And so, th- yeah, I was a parent. Like, I... I can see that now that I yeah. was a, a, a negative person. And so, but when I started working out, it took over and turned it to more of just this thought process and like a spiritual being that kind of came about. Cause I was focusing more on just like understanding how important stepping outside is mm-hmm. and understanding the value behind, um, having a closer relationship with God. And mm-hmm. I just started going through this all by myself and realizing that I definitely needed to make a change. And so from there, I decided to make a change for me. And it turned into people wanting me to mentor them to mm-hmm. make a change. And it just with work, it started out just with working out. I would, I would tell people to be accountable for working out and they would write to me every single day on Instagram and say they got the workouts in. Um, and then I came up with this system that if they hit specific goals they'd set, they would earn this Fit Mission Complete t-shirt. And it, it all just grew and blossomed. And then years now, I now have successful businesses. And But it stemmed from taking care of myself. And so I think that everything that I even that we're all going to talk about Mm -hmm. in this today is it all came from me hearing myself know that I needed to make a change and I had to be real with myself with what I was doing and now because of that I've been able to start careers never had had any of that before Mm -hmm. um Brady like he shakes his head when he I talk about technology because I can't do any of that. I had known, I didn't even know that people did businesses on 
Instagram when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, I just would kind of scroll it, but I had no idea. I didn't even know that people's blogs were a business. Yeah. Like I just thought people were writing for fun. For fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where I started, and here we are oh, now. Here five, we are. Six. I don't know. Oh my probably gosh. seven years, but it's been five years of business. That's so. amazing. And you, yeah. you're a freaking boss, babe. Joss's businesses. If you don't know, Joss has Joss by Design. Mm-hmm. Which is That's a boutique. 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 Mm-hmm. You have your makeup mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. and your hair, hair. style and then hair style styling. type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I love I love that you shared our, your story with us because I think a lot of the times we see people like you and it feels like we could never be you or get to where you're at. Or, you know, she's way more she was handed this or her life is so much easier. I couldn't do that because of, I have this, this, and this, but you had every reason to not get to where you're at today. You could have easily stayed stuck where you were and never risen above where you were. And so I love that you share that with us. Especially because my very first response to life was an excuse. Mm -hmm. My first response to anything was why I couldn't do it. Yeah, right. That's all I knew. Mm -hmm. And so I had to make a change. And because I was willing to open myself up to opportunities, Mm -hmm. even though it scared me to death, I took it and Mm -hmm. ran with it. You stepped into your own power. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, it's really, really interesting how the brain will disassociate ourselves. We see someone that we admire Mm -hmm. and maybe even something that we want. And in order to protect us from the possible discomfort or heartbreak or, you know, fear of failure, all of that, our brain will disassociate ourselves from that thing or from that person. So then we start to create these excuses and these stories. Like I could never do that because I'm not X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And so all that is, is that separating you further from the thing that you want and it's kind of a protective mechanism your brain is like you could fail you could fall it's going to be uncomfortable it'd be really really hard all of these things and so it's like no 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 no. let's just disassociate ourselves from that thing mm-hmm. and so long as we stay disassociated and we accept our excuses at faith value face mm-hmm. value we stay stuck mm-hmm. and it's not until we start to challenge our own stories our own core beliefs and our excuses that growth can really come and we start to see that we do have power and that we do have worth and it's not tied to anything or anyone it's deep in all of us we Mm -hmm. all have it it's innately in us it's what we choose to do with it Mm -hmm. and just finally just took control and was like enough is enough something's gonna change and I love that fitness is a part of your story too because that was a big pivoting point in my life too there's something that starts to trigger where we realize I mean, it's so empowering. It's, Mm -hmm. I can do hard things. Mm -hmm. I did something hard today. I can keep the promises that I make to myself. Mm -hmm. And all of those things start to build that self-efficacy and that confidence. And that allows us to keep taking steps in that direction. And like, here you are crushing it in your businesses all because you challenged your excuses. Mm -hmm. All because you, like, what if I do have... Yeah. You know, the ability to do this. What if I do have worth? Mm-hmm. What if I do have something to offer to this world? And what if I stand in that? What if I choose to show up today yeah. and, and take others on this journey with me? Like, look how magical and powerful. And that's just within, like, what, six, seven years that these things have really escalated and grown and developed and this transformation has occurred. Yeah. That really is a short time. Yeah. yeah. 
it's really yeah. a short time. Yeah. Yeah. So, Joss, I, I kind of want to know, because I know you do have such a large platform and so many people out there who watch you and comment. I've seen some of the positive and negative things that you've shared that people have said. How do you stay authentic? How do you stay in that positive mindset doing what you're doing when you get sometimes the negative feedback or the, the trolls the, the trolls like how do you manage that manage that I think the troll ones are just hard because and I think I think why people get so defensive with the trolls is because you know who you are yeah and they don't and the, and when people are like well they don't know who you are so yeah. why are you worrying about it? it's because it makes you think back have I truly shared who and what I am and so that's why being authentic is important to me because if a troll can't see who I am then can other people who come into my page see who I am and my most important thing is I speak from my heart and if I can't be real with what I said like let's say that I was keeping so many things away from people that was happening in my personal life not that I share a lot of personal life stuff but let's just say I was painting this completely different picture of like to who I was perfect and it's yeah. beautiful mm-hmm. all the time yeah well then when I go and bre- have a breakdown which all of us have breakdowns yes. in moments there can be huge ones and there can be teeny ones but then when I go and have a breakdown and I'm like you guys I can't do this anymore or whatever I would say somebody would be like wait but I've always thought of her as the happiest person Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I painted that picture for you. And so if I'm going to paint a picture, I want to paint a picture of what the artist truly sees. And I'm the artist. Yeah. And I want my picture to be, we have the purple beanie on. We mm-hmm. have the <laughs> red rock around us. We have, and it's true. It's legit right. what it is. Yeah. And so it's important. It was, it's always been important to me. And I also, probably one of my biggest things is, if my children see me portraying something online Mm -hmm. and then behind the scenes, they're like, Mm, if you only knew Mm -hmm. what was going on behind these scenes, I don't want that to be that. I want, I want it to be the messy and I want it to be the honest. And so that's why I've always just Mm -hmm. tried to keep it that way. What's so powerful about that too, is that's what helps like close the gap between that disassociation Mm -hmm. that we naturally do is like when we're raw and we're real and we're, we humanize ourselves and Mm -hmm. we're vulnerable, people connect with that. They're like, Oh, she's more like me than I gave her credit for. Mm -hmm. But if we never break down those, those walls and say it like it is and show up how we are in all of our forms, people can't connect to us on a deep level. And then we can't serve on the capacity and the level that we want to serve. So that's one of my favorite things about your page and what you stand for is, is how you show up. You just show up how it is. You say it like it is. You don't change the way you speak or the way you look or the, you know, you just, you know, show up. And I have this thought, I wanted to share it. Here's me, messy mirror, messy house and all like people need to see that it's real life. Mm -hmm. And that's the only real way to get deep, meaningful connection is to accept that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the other day, um, I was, we were traveling and so I have this great fear of fl- like, it's not the fear of flying. It's so I have this claustrophobia feel, fear of being in a line, being in too hot of clothes, being in tight mm-hmm. places, being, it's just, um, that I can't 
go to the bathroom when yeah. I want to. Yeah. And um, it's a huge for my so flying and being in line, there's security and everything. It's just a big deal for me because you always have to wait in lines for the bathroom or yes. whatever. So Brady makes sure that when he gets the tickets that I'm by the bathroom, he makes sure that I have an aisle seat, you know, and that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> but, um, but I, I had to ask people. I got anxiety really bad on the flight home because somebody had said that was in our party that they had left earlier and they said it was brutal at the airport. They said it was line after line and you're missing flights and you're running from gate to gate because they're not making loud enough um, announcements. And so my body just triggered and I just was panicking like nobody's business. And, and I had to go to my followers and I had to ask them to pray for me. And it was just awesome because we already had that relationship Mm -hmm. where I felt safe even doing it with these strangers because they're now, they're not strangers to me. They're people, they've been with me all this time, you know, and they truly prayed for me. And I can't even tell you the peace that came over me. Like I could feel the prayers. And I think that if I wasn't being honest and real with people, mm-hmm. that could have never taken place. Right. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. I love that. There's a song that I've been listening to lately. It's been like hyped in my life so hard, but it says the greatest risk we'll ever take by far is to stand in the light and be seen as we are. And I love that because it's so true. Being fully and completely 100% ourselves for everyone to see is a huge risk. That is a massive risk. But like they say, the greater the risk, the greater the reward. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so the reward that comes from being fully, truly 100% yourself, standing in the light and just being seen for who you are, Mm -hmm. that reward, the people that you bring into your life that love you for you, for everything that you share, for your faith, for your... Um, your home life, your work, you know, everything you let people in on that, they can be there for you and support you and help you through all of those things. And you don't have to worry about having to hide or look a certain way or be a certain way or show up differently for different people or, you know, mm -hmm. and then you attract the, the kind of people that you Mm -hmm. want to attract, you know, the other people who resonate with authenticity and that that's one of their core values. And when you have then when you've, once you've connected Mm -hmm. to like-minded people, you thrive that much more. You succeed and win Mm -hmm. that much more. You go further, faster because the level of genuine support Mm -hmm. that you have, like you said, like you had to ask people to pray for you. You needed other people. You Mm -hmm. needed to rely on other people. Who do you have around you? Mm -hmm. What have you created? How do you, do you get to show up as yeah. yourself yeah. when you're, or do you have to show up as a different version yeah. of you? And if you have to show up as a different version of you, how are you ever going to, when, when you're having a real mm-hmm. crisis, how do you show up? How do you yeah. ask for help? How do you get supported? You're going alone. Everybody yeah. thinks that they have to go in alone. And I think that's what's hard too is, and when I have opened up about stuff, people are like, I, I thought I was the only one yeah. this happened to. Mm-hmm. And, but I think it's because we're putting so much weight on ourselves to that nobody will understand us mm-hmm. right. or we might talk to our significant other or a close friend with it but outside of that we're still just hunkering down inside with this pain and this disbelief mm-hmm. in, in something that we feel um 
Do you think that people know how to be authentic anymore? Like, I know this is like shifting it, but do you think that people, because of social media, do you think people truly know how to share themselves? And because I think when you say be authentic, be real, people are like, wait, so I have to share that I'm on my period from day 28 to day 42, like, or that my husband and I just had this fight and then say why. Mm -hmm. But I I think people are scared to really show who they are because they maybe on social media they just share the greatest times Uh in a picture Mm -hmm. but to share their true feelings in their heart I think it I think there's confusion there There what do you guys think and I think there's a difference too between like airing all of your dirty laundry and creating draw like what's the intent behind sharing I think Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing is like why are you sharing are you sharing to connect and to help and to process things for yourself or are you sharing to you know get likes or reaction or stir Mm -hmm. you know what what's the intention behind it and I think as long as the intention is again Mm -hmm. authenticity but I do think it's harder yeah to know who you are and what is real around you versus what is not because of social media Uh it's absolutely harder and I do feel like there that people filter a whole, mm-hmm. just like we throw a filter on a picture, we yeah. throw a filter on our life. And, yeah. and sometimes it's, we mm-hmm. need to remove the filter yeah, to really connect and to mm-hmm. like for our own help to, you know, not just for, to have other people see it, but mm-hmm. for ourselves to really receive what we need to receive out of it. Mm-hmm. Again, that, that support and that connection, it's not going to be yeah. created Mm-hmm. If there's a filter in the way, distorting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I love that. I love that question because I think sometimes we ourselves too have a view of what we think authenticity should be, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so even I know for myself, for the longest time on social media, all I did share was me dancing and me being happy. But for me, that was me being authentic, mm-hmm. you know? I got a message one time from a girl that was basically like, you know, I love you a lot, but like, I really don't relate to you because you only share like happy things. And I just feel like it's not super, like that's not reality. Mm-hmm. But for me, that was my reality. Mm-hmm. Right. For that, for that time yeah. in my life, I was happy dancing. Now there are times when that's not my reality mm-hmm. and I am willing to share more things now when it's not happy and when I'm down or dealing with hard things I want to share that with other people Mm -hmm. receive help let people know like I'm this is the real me Mm -hmm. but I think there's times when the real me is just happy and excited and loving life and there's times when the real me is struggling so much like in the trenches not doing well yeah and so I think even for ourselves not judging someone else's authenticity, but really focusing on our own and like what feels right to us. I do like that. And I, I wonder though, if we as individuals look at people and say they're not being authentic because we truthfully aren't being authentic with ourselves in, in what misery we're creating for ourselves. So we're seeing that we don't have happiness. We're seeing that every day something keeps going wrong. We're seeing that, mm-hmm. you know, that so-and-so keeps arguing with so-and-so and we're letting this drama into our lives that we, when we see people with happiness, we're, we already like, they're not being real. Right. Life's way harder than that. Right. So with that being said, how do you feel about 
learning to open up to happiness so that you can truly see that maybe it is that they are truly happy that I'm holding that back. The excuses are Uh coming back. Right. So T and I, we've, we've talked about this before too, is really when we feel that, you know, that resistance to somebody else Mm -hmm. or or that judgment towards somebody else Mm -hmm. that actually tells us more about ourselves and our own Mm -hmm. insecure, it like, it becomes a trigger for a reason. Why are you thinking, why are you creating this story that so-and-so is being, she's, she looks too happy. It must not be real. Mm -hmm. What is that? That says more about yourself than it does the other person. Mm -hmm. So when we again look, look to our look inwards Uh stop worrying about what everybody else is doing and look inwards like why do you feel that way about that person why are you projecting that story on them Mm -hmm. because that has so much to do with yourself and your own authenticity versus somebody else's you're insecure in your own authenticity and you're projecting that onto the people around you so Mm -hmm. it was like we always say like your thoughts and your beliefs about other people and your stories has more to do with you than it does with them. So like pause Uh and bring awareness to those thoughts Mm -hmm. and then look inwards. Like what, what is this triggering? Mm -hmm. Like what part of this ego is rubbing, is being rubbed raw by this and why? And I think when we start to pay more attention and put more energy into that, Mm -hmm. that's when real magic starts to happen because that's when we get real with ourselves. When we're real with ourselves, it doesn't matter what anyone else perceives of us because we know that we've shown up Mm -hmm. Uh in our, you know, our truest, realest, wholest form. We're not willing, you know, we Mm -hmm. are willing to call ourselves out on our own BS and, and to evolve and, Hey, I'm not always right. Hey, I did make a mistake. Hey, this bothered me. Why did this bother me? Oh, wow. Like I have some work to do here. Yeah. And the more self-aware we get and the more in tune with ourselves we get, yeah, big magic happens. Yeah. And it's, you know, you mm-hmm. get to shed all of these layers and you get to shed judgment. Yeah. On a, you know, you like, you don't judge people yeah. as much either because mm-hmm. you're so self-confident and, and self-aware. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. It's kind of the concept of like, it's not you, it's me. Mm-hmm. Looking at mm-hmm. being, when you're upset about someone else's something, is it something they're actually doing or is it something within you? Mm-hmm. Why are you resisting that person's happiness? Is it because you're resisting happiness in your own life? Mm-hmm. And, you know, getting to that place where you are confident enough in yourself and love yourself enough. And I like how you said that, like, are we resisting the happiness? Like, are we resisting yes. yeah. the good? Are we resisting the positive? Because in our minds, it can actually be that good, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But what if it can? But what if it can? What if it and can? And it is. That's it the is. thing, though. It is. And we've let our story mm-hmm. of negativity take our lives over for far too long to see that it really, truly can be happiness. And I feel like I can sit here and say that because I've seen me in two different lights Mm -hmm. and it is a completely different life living what I have now. That is not saying I don't have down days. Right. That is not saying that, but it is saying that when I do have down, my brain naturally switches to, is this a me problem? Did I just create this? Did I allow somebody else's negativity then shift to mine? And Mm -hmm. this is actually a me problem, but I just yelled at so-and-so. Right. And to be like, okay, Joss, like get your head back in the game. Yeah. And I think that's where we 
do need to make that switch. I um, There's this book that I'm reading right now, and I've shared it with all you guys. It's mm-hmm. called The Gap and the Gain. Um, but it, one line from it, it says, if you focus on what you lack, you lose. So you really have to think this one through because it keywords tied in. If you focus on what you lack, you lose what you have. If you focus on what you have, you gain what you lack. And I love that so much because it is the focus too with like where we are at in our lives that it's almost like we can't have a gain. We allow ourselves to not win. And I think that with everything that I did and when people are like, I've, people have made comments left and right about me and, you know, personal jabs and what, and Mm -hmm. I think it, it just comes down to they'll never understand what it's like to start this from scratch or, you, you know, I've started it from scratch. Yeah. I had to start my whole life from scratch when I decided I was going to change my personality mm-hmm. of, and create more happiness in my life. Yeah. And then from there it was like, Oh, I'm going to do something I've never done before. And I'm going to push myself in ways and I'm going to make myself sweat and I'm going to make myself miserable, but it's going to be worth it in the end. And I focused on the gain and I focused on working towards what I did lack, but that I wanted to gain from lacking something. Yeah. And instead of focusing on the negative part of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think that that's how I've been able to accomplish all that I have is because I had to get real with myself really fast. Yeah. And in order to get, and I, and maybe when people do try and get real with themselves, they're like, but I hate myself. And then they start focusing on how much they hate and how much they hate. And I hate this about me and I hate this about me. And there's nothing that turns it back around. Right. They stay in that gap mentality. They stay stay in the lack mentality. So it's like awareness Mm -hmm. of self and, you know, being willing to, to watch and observe and Hey, these are, these are things that I would love to see change and then focus on, on the game. Yes. Totally. I love that. And I, like, I have a couple people too that they're like, even the fact of having their picture taken. Yeah. Like something so, they hate themselves mm-hmm. so badly. Right. That they can't see to have their picture taken. And if you can just remove yourself for a second and be like, you know what though, that person who's in that picture with you, they want to remember who you are. Yeah. That person in that picture with you, they love you. Mm-hmm. Um, that they're never going to think of this picture like you are when you can remove yourself from I'm making the memories with this person or there's a, that there's a reason for it instead of how much I hate me. At least you have a picture of it. And I, when the big OC word happened and I had an assistant dearly when she, she ended up moving from this town and she moved somewhere else. So she quit and I was looking through my phone and I'm like, I don't have enough pictures of her. Mm-hmm. And it, it, that crushed me because I knew how much value she was to my life, but there was no proof of it. Yeah. And uh, people are like, well, you should always live in the moments. Honey, we're all going to lose our memory. Yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm, I right. want to be able to look at the, look at that picture and be like, I remember how she smelled. I remember the, yeah. you know, when you see the hair or something and yeah. like, it's learning to pull out what is the negative thing you see mm-hmm. and replace it with a positive. And yeah. every time you replace it with a positive, you're teaching your brain yeah. to bring on more and more positive. So when I was switching things around, I would, I told myself I had to tell, 
give myself three positive things before I could even get out of bed. So before my feet hit the ground, it had to be positive things. And it wasn't, they weren't like, love my family, love God, love this house. It, they had to be things that truly had meaning for the moment. Mm-hmm. And so like even, um, like even the air that you could smell at the moment or knowing that I woke up and, and my husband was hugging me at yeah. the moment when sometimes that's not the, like it had to be something that you felt. Mm-hmm. And then the first thing I would do is go outside. And I would look outside at the sky and I, these other positive things would be coming to and I'd on purposely breathe in mm-hmm. and I would just take it all in. And then if, throughout the day, if I caught myself giving a negative, I had to replace it with three positive things. And it truly, it, it's always a work in progress. Oh, You'll go through, it's just like praying. Sometimes you pray every day and sometimes you can go weeks without praying. Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, time to refocus. It's like our posture. Sometimes yeah. our posture spot spot on because... We teach posture and then other times our own posture sucks or something. Um, But that was what like was my legit thing that I focused on when I was starting. And now it's even with like books and friends and Mm -hmm. people that want to hype your life. (laughs) Um, It's easier to get it back into that gain and get it back into that mindset and make that shift. Yeah. Well, with your brain, what fires together, wires together. Mm -hmm. So you have to remember that if there's something that's not firing our brain isn't going to wire and take that path and that pattern through through your brain and so if you're not firing it it's not going to wire so if you're chronic but if you are chronically firing that those negative thoughts or finding everything that's wrong with the situation or wrong in your world around you or wrong in the people around you that is absolutely what's going to wire together and your brain is going to be trained to stay in that mindset and so I love that you picked three and not just one to Mm -hmm. replace it because that's three times more wiring Mm -hmm. in the positive direction than the other. And so that it's such a powerful tool Mm -hmm. to use things like that when you catch yourself saying one bad thing about yourself or one bad thing about a person that even if they are genuinely frustrating you, can you find three gains? And watch your brain start to see that more and find it more that much. And then that joy creeps in so much faster and so much more abundantly than if you didn't. Right. We're by an airplane. A nice sweet. We're by, we're yeah, by we're, an airport. We're by so, an airport. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, yeah, I love that. And I, I love your, your tip on like removing yourself, just like the picture situation. Mm-hmm. You see yourself as this, this, and this, but what does that other person yes. see? What? So I, we were actually talking about this before we got in the Jeep, how lately the brain spirals, like yeah. the anxiety Times have gotten hard lately, and although we do our best to live in the gain, every once in a while, things will just creep in, that anxiety will creep in, and life can just get a little heavy. So a couple days ago, I was feeling so much anxiety. It was so bad. My brain was spiraling. So I went and I parked my car, and I was kind of looking over this view, and I was overthinking so much crap that I did not need to overthink. But I'm sitting there and my brain is just spiraling and I'm overthinking, I'm thinking about, it had kind of been the last, like I just sent a text to this person. It was like this super long, big text telling them like how much I loved and appreciated them, like all the good things. And I had done that like quite often. Um, I was kind of like, you know, going above and beyond to like, you know, let this person know that I love them or whatever. Well, I started feeling anxiety around this relationship. So then what do I start doing? Like, 
I should have never sent that text. It was too much. That was way too much. I shouldn't have sent that. They're going to look at this text and be like, oh, she's so weird. Like, and I start like thinking all these things. And then I'm like, I just need to disappear. I'm just going to go to the mountains. <laughs> I just need to like disappear. I need to drop off the grid. Like, you know, I, that's what I need to do. It'd be easier if I just wasn't here and they didn't have to like even think about me, you know? And then I'm like, Tiana, what are you saying? Mm-hmm. You want to disappear? Do you yeah. think this other person really would want you to disappear? Yeah. No. Yeah. They wouldn't. And how would you feel? I put myself in their shoes. How would you feel if you got a text from them yeah. that said that? Yeah. Or if I got a text from me? If I got a text from me? Oh, I love yeah. that. That said all of those things? I would love that. Yeah. I would love it. Yeah. And so I remember just sitting there like trying to now see me for me. Mm-hmm. I sent this beautiful text. What do do I feel that way about me? Yeah, you know, that's huge. and replacing that instead of what are they going to think about? No, mm-hmm. like what if I got that from me? Yeah. I would love it. Yeah, I wouldn't want me to disappear. Yeah. You know, and so trying to shift that gear, pull yourself out, forget about the negative thoughts, mm-hmm. and really think about what's happening. Mm-hmm. The gear shifting that. has to happen. Uh-huh. Like it, it has to happen. Yeah. You, you, there's two options to life. It either sucks or it's good. Yeah. That's it. So you can keep painting the pictures of, mm-hmm. and putting the drama attached to that life. Yeah. Or you can t- go outside and take those deep breaths and truly mm-hmm. make it good. Um, do you think that anybody can become a winner? Oh. Yes. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say yes. Um, they have to want it. Yeah. Do I think that somebody else can force another person or even like come Like you can't, you really cannot change anybody. Mm-hmm. You can leave impressions. You can show up as you, but ultimately everybody around you is outside of your control. It's outside of your control, which makes it that much more important to be in tune and be connected to yourself. And then let that be an example. Serve where you can. Show up for people when you can. That will trigger hope and hype, bring hype yeah. to their lives. But show up as you, how you want to show up, and then watch what happens. Because that will leave impressions. It will change people who are ready to see the change or feel that energy difference. And they're like, what does she have that I don't? And how can I get there? Um, but you, do you think though that people naturally though, that when they, when they ask themselves that, what does she have that I don't, their first thoughts go to money, money, mm-hmm. clothes. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I uh-huh. do. Finances. Yeah. But yeah, uh-huh. it, it doesn't go to, she's choosing happiness. Yeah, she's right. searched deep within her exactly. soul. She's, you know, and so I think we then completely limit ourselves again. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So we're not in the positive thinking again. Exactly. Because we're then comparing them to these worldly things instead of what did she fight for? That's what you should be uh-huh. looking at instead exactly. of, instead of, but she's got a nice house or exactly. she's got a good car. Or if I yep. could just have what she had, well, you can have what I have. Right. Mm-hmm. You can have what uh-huh. she has, Exactly. but it comes from the gut. Yeah. yeah, It does. We always say, I am no more special than you. Mm-hmm. You are no more special than me. That's what I tell my kids every day. Yeah. If I hear them, like even a snarky comment of like, I can't, can't believe that they would do that. I'm like, don't ever think yeah. you're better than anybody because mm-hmm. nope. you are no better than anyone. Our value mm-hmm. is exactly. infinite, infinite, and mm-hmm. 
no yeah. one's value yeah. is greater than anybody uh-huh. else's. Yeah. And because someone is successful, I love, I love hanging out with successful people mm-hmm. because I know that if it is possible for them, if it's possible for you, it's proof. It's proof. Yeah. It shows me mm-hmm. I can be that too. I can do that too, despite all of the challenges that we might face, despite my financial situation, despite my whatever it is, I can get to where you're at. And I think that's why it's really important. I love that you shared your story to show us proof that no, I didn't, this didn't just happen overnight. I started from it the bottom. It started from the bottom Drake style. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it really did. It's, it went, I mean, we went from, even in our lives, like we went from doing really good to uh-huh. losing absolutely everything. We ended up having to move back in with parents. Yeah. We ended up being on Medicaid. I like we've lost everything, mm-hmm. but but what I look when I see like my life and I've like what I gained because I'm not I'm not on Medicaid anymore or anything like that. But what I gained, I don't look at. I'm in a nice home. I'm driving the car that I choose to drive. It's like, Joss, do you see how far you've come? Yes. And it's coming not from from External anything. Things. Then like, I there's no way, no way I'm in hell. Could I be sitting in this in this Betty White right now? Mm-hmm. There is not one toilet around us. There is no way. Fifteen years ago, or twelve years ago, or nine years ago, I would ever be in this car without a toilet, mm-hmm. because that's my anxiety. I'm in a claustrophobic situation right now, with in any situation that I would have stayed away from. But I'm here because I worked so hard to get to where I am with mental clarity. Mm -hmm. And so the only thing that people have that I might not have is a little bit more mental clarity in certain situations. But I'm no better than anyone. Mm -hmm. um, And no one is truly better than me. But man, would I like to improve what I can be better at inwardly. Yeah. I love that because not only are you, you're looking at, things even as simple as going out with your friends you could have stayed in that mindset of like uh I wish that could be me I wish I could be out there hanging out with those girls I have to stay home because I have this problem like poor me I have this this issue I can't do that I can't fly on a plane gosh I would love to go on a trip but I can't poor me because I you know but instead you've said no I want to do that I want to be there I want to do that. And it's possible for me to do that. So I'm going to work. I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to do what I need to do to make it happen. It doesn't mean it's easy. Yeah. Oh, it's not easy. It's not Mm -hmm. easy. It's not easy. But you do it because you want it. Yeah. You want to do it. And you know it's possible. And you don't let those things hold you back. And I think most of the time, that's where we get stuck is thinking that our story is our story and it's going to be that it's facts forever it's facts exactly I'm never gonna be that successful because I'm not her I don't have 
You just made me think of this quote from Mel Robbins. It says, you watched an entire Netflix series even when the first episodes are slow because someone told you it gets better. But what if you looked at your goals like that and watched your life get better instead? Oh, I love that love so much. That, that is so, so good. good. That is so, so true. true. Oh my gosh. And I think every single one of us sitting in this room, we know where we started and we mm-hmm. know our own, our, our own journey and our own transformation and yeah. I know, like, for me, that's why I can say, like, yes, mm-hmm. I believe that there is possibility for a change in everybody. Yeah. yeah. Because I know where I started. Yeah. And I look back, and I, I almost don't recognize her at all. There are very few pieces yeah. of the old Nick that are that anything mm-hmm. compared to to who I am today yeah. in that journey. And so it's like, I look at myself, and I'm like, I'm no more special than you. And again, I don't mean that to devalue myself Mm -hmm. but like trust me if I can do it and I can turn this pessimistic brain around and I can do it and I can become and I can believe I promise you you can too Mm -hmm. yeah yep to be different how you want to feel and then start finding those things and ways to incorporate like Josh said finding three things in the morning Mm -hmm. before her feet even hit the ground going outside taking a big breath all find ways to integrate how you want to feel yeah. into your life right now. Mm-hmm. So you can feel that thing right now. You don't have to wait until you've lost the weight or you made the money or you bought the car to yeah. feel the way that you think that thing is going to make you feel. Mm-hmm. You can feel that right now. There are other ways to integrate joy and love and peace and security into your life today, right now. So create brainstorm what can you do what can you integrate maybe it's a calling a friend or going outside taking a breath putting your feet in the dirt Mm -hmm. listening to a podcast whatever it is find ways to help you feel the feeling that you're seeking now today Mm -hmm. don't wait and let that move you in the direction that you want to go right and ultimately that's what all of us did Mm -hmm. in our own unique ways in our own unique journey is we got clear on what it is that we wanted and that we wanted something different. Mm-hmm. And we got clear on what that was. And we just, we just took the next best step. We didn't have it all mapped out. None of us knew exactly where we would end up, mm-hmm. but we just took the next best step, yeah. the next best step, the mm-hmm. next best step. And it's been a wild ride. And, yeah. and I've, I've seen, I've known Joss long enough to see the transformations in her life and vice versa from like yeah. who we were when we first met to where we are now. Yeah is pretty wild. It's pretty wild. And so I know that that's why we have this belief in other people is because if we can do it, you can too. No, without yeah. a doubt. We've seen our depths and we've, we've both, um, had a lot of sorrow that was like, that was like when I first met you, you could, it was almost this shield that you had kind of over you as your protector yeah. in a sense. Absolutely. And like you've lifted that and you've let that go and opened yourself up to, to manifesting what else is out there for you. And a lot of that started with, with self-acceptance, yes. really learning to love my differences and my yeah. flaws as they are and yeah. not putting guilt and shame yeah. around why am I so different? Why Mm -hmm. am I this way or what, you know? And when I really started to accept that and just show up as I am, the shield lifted, the connections occurred, the opportunities, Mm -hmm. like floodgates opened and opportunities fell into my lap, but they couldn't until I believed that I was 
capable and worthy of yeah. those yeah. opportunities. I wouldn't, yeah. I couldn't find them mm-hmm. until I found myself. Yeah. yeah. I love that you turned your things that were difficult for you that you could have seen guilt and shamed yourself into your superpowers. Yeah. Like how can I yeah. take this and just, how can I take this amazing, like dominant personality and put her to work Yeah. and make amazing things happen. Right. As a kid, it was like, I'm stubborn. Yeah. I'm, and those were my stories and they were all, they Mm -hmm. all had a negative connotation to it. Mm -hmm. Right. But I'm like, but what if this strong will, what if I use the word strong will instead of stubborn and you know, the determination and like, Oh, these are leadership skills. Mm -hmm. What if I hone in on these instead of like, Oh, I wish I wasn't so stubborn and I wish I wasn't so strong. You know, Mm -hmm. it, it became, actually, what if I leaned into these strengths? Like, Mm -hmm. what could they do? So what, what do you have that you think Mm -hmm. is working against you and how can you make it work for you? I mean, again, you've done that with your anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad. Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad too. Yes. I love going on these adventures with you. If I could, I mean, the amount of stress I have put on myself just because of my anxiety Mm -hmm. is like, when my daughter, she came to me just a couple days ago, she's like, I think I have anxiety. And it crushed my heart mm-hmm. just because I've never, I don't want my kids to ever feel how I felt. But I was grateful that she came to me now. I just need to be able to help her channel it. Like, I had to channel it and, and pray that I can t- teach her to channel it way before I ever did because I yeah. didn't have that background. But I think through everything, my biggest thing is I just, I want people to understand that there is no they can do it but I can't think there's no Mm -hmm. they have money that but I don't they are able to get to a doctor I can't I am doing all of this without a doctor not saying I not saying there's something wrong with going to a doctor not saying there's something wrong with not Mm -hmm. Uh, it's all on what you make it and it's all on what you're willing to put into it. And it does not matter if you're starting from scratch. And it does not matter if you're coming from living next to a garbage can or if you're coming from living in a multi-billionaire, mm-hmm. you know, type home. It comes down to the work that you're w- willing to put into yourself. Yeah. And so if you do think that you're the underdog, if you do think that you're the one that has been picked on, mm-hmm. it's time to it's time to take a look at it. And it's time to give yourself a refresh and a real start. And, and I really think everyone's capable of it. So, I love that. Amen to that, Josh. sharing your story and your takeaways with the hype squad. Yeah, you just incredible. hyped a bunch of lives. Yeah. I hope. If I you can hype did. one life. Oh. If I can hope, hope, hype. You just hyped hope and hype. Hope, and hope, 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 they, hope <laughs> is hype. Hope They're is the synonymous hype. in they our are. world. They so, yeah. yeah, I know you did. You guys are amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. I'm loving this Thank hype squad thing. Thank you so much. Thing. You're the it's best. Awesome. We're so glad you're part of it, Josh. Well, I'm, I'm so, I'm the lucky one here. I'm like, I'm the guest. And they even brought me trees. All the things. And flowers. I'm just... Hype in your life for hype in ours. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Okay. Do you want to close this out with us, Joss? And with that, we will. will. Uh, Get you on the hype side. (laughs) I knew that. I knew knew it. And I totally brain farted. I know this. I know this. I know this. We can do a retake. Do we want to retake this? Let's retake it. Okay. Let's redo it. And with that, we will. 
Catch you on the hype side. Yeah, there it was. Dude, I literally, I was like, don't forget this one, Joss. <laughs> don't, don't forget this one. Under pressure. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. Licking 